It appears that the Calgary Flames have turned the corner, but the real question is, is there even enough time left? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Um, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a fantastic weekend, and it was well spent. The weather's finally getting a little nicer. My allergies are clearly in full swing here. So let's uh, let's talk about the Flames' exciting weekend and their four <laughs> wins in a row <laughs> and how they came from behind in the third period, not once, but twice, for the first and second time this season. But before we do that, I want to remind you all to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, and we are available on YouTube as well. It's free 99, so come check it out. Leave a comment. Just let us know what you feel and what you're thinking. So we do have to talk about a few things today. Uh, number one, this is not Oprah. We, we don't do giveaways here. Um, Milan Lucic is certainly acting like Oprah with all these giveaways. And we have to talk about how things can tighten up while staying loose at the same time. And of course, I thought we could do kind of like the three stars of March because this team had a very good month of March. And uh, let's dive into it. But, you know, Tyler Toffoli, man, I am so sorry. You deserve all your flowers. Like, I am truly disappointed in myself for thinking you would not meet the expectation of a top line player. (laughs) Um, He had the overtime winner against Vancouver on Friday and just so incredible to see. I think, you know, he's again blossomed (laughs) into this role and has once again found himself uh, some success in Daryl Sutter's system. Um, I, I think coming from behind, at any point in the game, whether it be like the second period or, you know, kind of towards the tail end of the second, like coming from behind regardless, it's a matter of stamina, patience, and not overpassing. Like you do have to kind of focus on the fundamentals there, I feel like. And uh, to do it twice, <laughs> uh, three days, Friday, Saturday, yeah, three days, it's pretty good. And the game against the Ducks did not start off well. I think that uh, it really started with the first period. Um, to, to understand the end, you do have to go back to the beginning. And the first period from like the first shift, the Flames did not look like they were setting themselves up for success here. They looked slow. They looked old, they looked tired, and they were competing against a team that was on the second half of a back-to-back, which makes it even worse. Um, And Daryl Sutter at one point was behind the bench uh, during one of the line changes and just kind of saying, like, let's go, come on, like, get it together sort of thing. And I I couldn't agree more. The team just, they were not into it. It's like they thought warm-ups were still going on. And I don't know if it's a matter of them being tired or underestimating their opponent. Just because, you know, the Ducks are like 31st in the league, 32nd, I haven't checked (laughs) the standings today, really, but it doesn't mean that you can go out there and just play like they're a beer league team. 
they still have, you know, decent goaltending. They do have some speed to their side. And they're a young team. They have skill. They have talent. It's just a matter of being a competitive team through a full 82-game season. But uh, there were just some really fundamental mistakes made through the first period. Again, uh, Lucic with all the giveaways, and it was just like a back-and-forth game of ping-pong through the entire game. But at the same time, like that first period, you allow two goals uh, one on the first shot of the game, and it's just kind of like, all right, so this is this is the vibe we're going for. And, you know, the, the tone was set, but Sutter yanked Markstrom out and said, Vladar, you're in net, you know, Markstrom has been starting a lot of games. I don't, I think that this was, uh, like, Vladar's last start was in February, like the tail end of February, so we are in April now. So that is a really long time. Don't forget that Markstrom became a dad last month. He, you know, I'm sure that there are a lot of external factors that feed into his level of exhaustion. So it's just, again, you're not going to, I'm not going to sit here and blame Markstrom. Goaltending has been shaky all season. I'm not going to expect anything superb at the tail end of the season either, you know. Um, Lucic's goal does not make up for the fact that he has been making very, very fundamental mistakes. <laughs> like, it's, yes, like last week he went out there and talked about how the guys who are paid to produce, like, aren't producing. Listen, hi, um... If I remember correctly, you're making like $6.25 million. What what are you paid to do? To do cardio. Your role has kind of faltered off at the end of your career. You even thought about retirement two, three years ago. So clearly, like, things just aren't working for him. But, you know, he didn't let it stop him. It's nice that he scored. Congrats. But, like, again, that doesn't negate accountability from anything else he's doing. And... I do have to say, someone someone brought this up, and I it was a really great point. I wish I remembered to bookmark the tweet, but they said uh, Jacob Pelletier had one turnover in the uh, game against the Kings, where it was five nothing, and he's been he's been uh, scratched ever since. Lucic makes fundamental mistakes, foundational fundamental mistakes in nearly every game. And he doesn't get that same sort of treatment. Do I think that uh, Matthew, Matthew Phillips, no? <laughs> Jacob Pelletier adds more to the lineup than uh, Luch? Yes. This lineup looks like an entirely different team when he's out there because you, it has speed. But uh, And we are going to kind of talk about the youth and Walker Dewar, really, later on in the show. But I just want to remind everyone to keep the same energy. Because if you're going to talk about one player who should not be making fundamental mistakes versus a player that is still kind of like adjusting to the league, I think you give a little bit more leeway to the guy that is new. It was a five to nothing game at that point. Like, what are you going to do? Magically go out and score nine goals? Because you didn't. You scored two. But 
regardless, <laughs> let me not go on another tangent. And before we, we uh, do talk about this supposed team meeting that happened that shifted this room 15 games ago or so, uh, let's talk about um, our, our friends at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right. The first time around, just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know if the part will fit or not, or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, at the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And thank you everyone so much for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. Please make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get the podcast. And while you are, um, you know, listening to some podcasts, needing some some extra noise for the day, uh, go ahead and check out the uh, Locked on NHL national show. They've been doing some great stuff. And of course, you can hear some of our Western Conference friends talking about their teams that are probably already eliminated from the playoff. But... But we're going to talk about how this team has kind of avoided that because the Flames, you know, we were kind of like, okay, just call Dustin Wolf, let Markstrom rest. You just got to kind of keep keep this going. What are we going to do situation? Um, not that long ago. And Markstrom, Mar- March belonged to Markstrom. And this team meeting that apparently went down, uh, was it was not players only, which I think is – Better. Um, because there there was one at least one of those not too long before, uh, I believe like January, February. So, you know, the vibes have kind of shifted. I think it was a matter of everyone kind of being held accountable and kind of saying, like, you're not dead yet. And it's one of those situations where Daryl Sutter's speeches, like Somebody had posted uh, <laughs> a Bruce Boudreau, um, like, rally speech one time. And, it, like, I was like, I'm going to war for this man. And then there was one for Daryl Sutter. And I was like, if a man ever spoke to me like this, I would start crying and just disintegrate. But you know what? It works. Because it, it has worked in the past. And I think it's working with this team. I think that the Flames are, you know, kind of in this spot where they – they, they know how to play hockey, okay? We know they know how to play hockey. It's very obvious they know how to play hockey. But at the same time, they need someone to just kind of hold them accountable and put the pedal to the metal and say, you know, to ride them and put say, like, you are capable of doing this. You're all on different, you know, from different rosters pretty much. And to come together, like, Nazem Kadri just won a Stanley Cup. And he's here. He is here. He is him. So, like, he can do it. Anyone in this room can do it. Get your butts together. Go out there and score goals. Help your goalie. You're without Chris Tanev for six games at this point, and you're still winning. You are still winning. 
And this is the player that literally was the glue to this penalty kill throughout the season. And last year, when he missed the games against the Oilers in the playoffs, that is when this team fell apart. And they're not falling apart. They're not falling apart. You know what? It might be a house held up by popsicle sticks, but they're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. And it's so good to see that they have been held to the fire. And it's working. They needed this a while ago, but it is working. And I think it's one of those situations where you're hoping they don't run out of time because the clock is ticking. The clock has been ticking since October, but like now it's like when you're playing, oh my gosh, the game operation and you're just like trying to carefully execute, taking that funny bone out. And the funny bone here is making the playoffs because personally I think that would be hysterical. If this team had the playoffs, you know, the back and forth ping pong game that we saw between the Ducks and Flames last night cannot happen in the game against Winnipeg. If they get the lead against Winnipeg, they need to throw it into sport mode and just put the pedal to the metal. You cannot ease up. You cannot ease up. Michael Stone returned to the lineup last night after missing 20 games, (laughs) scored a goal. Was it, you know, a Michael Stone fashion goal that probably shouldn't have happened? Yes. But Mark Stone just came in and, like, took over his brother's body and he made that goal happen. And you, you're you still two points back from that second wildcard spot. You play Chicago on Tuesday and then the second half of a back-to-back against the team that you're basically going up against for that final spot. And you, you need, you need... Those two points. You are collecting points like Infinity Stones. Again, should have happened well before you're still this. Doing it, but you're doing it. You are missing a very key piece to this lineup with your top penalty killer, and you're still winning. You are still winning. And I think that, you know, <laughs> obviously, like, we want Kristanov back in the lineup. You're taking away all those deflection goals, though, so that's very good. But you're still winning. (laughs) You're still winning. Your penalty kill is not falling apart. Does the PK look like a really weird assembly of players? Yes. But is it working? Yes. This is why, like, I I don't – I'm not fully bought in on the insider we trust anymore. I think that that's absolute, like, just BS, to be honest. But right now, he he has – the wheel, the ball is in his court. I, if it's he's working, it in the, working in his press conferences too. He's going out there and saying, you know, when people are asking, well, like, why did you do this? Why, what do you think of those lines? Dog, I don't know. I'm just out here to win. And he, like, it's not that he doesn't care, but <laughs> he just wants to win the game. And I feel like some of us might just be overthinking this, but Daryl Sutter is one of the best coaches for a reason. So maybe we can still trust him because I don't think that magic has been lost. And coming up next, we are going to talk about the Flames of March, the little Flames March Madness, because I think that there are absolutely some players that just deserve a little extra love. But before we do that, I do want to talk to you about a product in our one of our partners that I use every day. And that would be Athletic Greens AG1. I take this because I have a horrendous immune system and I need all the help I can get in bolstering it and just without having to take a fistful of pills. It is so much easier for me to drink a glass of AG1 
over, you know, whether it just be a quick drink in the morning or if it's something I have to nurse because I'm just taking my time, AG1 is sourced with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, all that good stuff that you need to keep your body in check. And it is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it is here for you. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in your cup of water every day. There, That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements, and you're trying to remember if you took that one. Nope. AG1 is going to have it all in one cup. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D in five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, thank you everyone for hanging out with me again here on Locked on Flames. I'm so happy to be here with you. And um, really, what could be like the last real week of meaningful hockey for the Flames Uh it's so important that we all stick together and just ride this out and <laughs> just try not to drive ourselves to the brink of insanity. So remember to follow me on Twitter at JustPomosto. But I think that March was a very good month for the Flames. I think that this was the point where, again, the kind of they, they were like they weren't completely turning that corner, but they they were getting closer. They were inching closer and what felt like an April Fool's joke <laughs> was them winning their um winning their first third against the comeback of the game but I think that it is so important to acknowledge what these players have done and up first is Rasmus Anderson with 10 points in 15 games and Rasmus Anderson is <laughs> he's just like a kid trapped in a man's body there's a uh, video of him playing on the playground with his son like trying to entertain his son or whatever and he's just having the time of his life and he you know he did unfortunately have an accident where he was riding a scooter you know but he he missed a few games and he has just come back and found himself a strong Rhythm. I think that he is a player that, um, again, has taken leaps and bounds forward this season. He is someone that I can confidently say is one of the Flames' best players. Um, and again, to watch him kind of go from this like young kid into this is great. I think you know him quarterbacking the power play has done tremendous things for his confidence. And his shot has gotten better. I think there are still some moments where I'm like, what are you doing? You're, you're on defense. Can you please act like it? But I do think 10 points in 15 games is that, that's important. You know, um, obviously he is a good playmaker. He's a good goal scorer, defender. I think that he is someone that has, just like Dylan Dubé, has benefited from the quote-unquote tough love from Daryl Sutter. Um, I think that some players just need that extra hand to hold them accountable because 
you have discipline within yourself, but if you know that the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time is doing it, you are holding your own self to a different standard that the coach might not even like have the bar set that high. So Rasmus Anderson just deserves all the stick taps. Uh, absolutely wonderful month of March for him. Uh, Michael Backlund, who played his 900th game as a flame uh, in March, had 11 points in 15 games. I feel like March was a really great month for him, obviously, but I think it, it, other people were finally starting to notice him, uh, not just in the offensive way that he contributes to this team. But, you know, when he's on the forecheck, I thought that he he's had a really strong forecheck. I mean, he is one of the better two-way players on this team. And I, I just, I appreciate him. I think that he is, again, one of the stronger voices in this in this locker room. Him and his wife do amazing things for the community. And I think that that kind of helps carry over into his into his game and like his credibility, if you want to call it that, because, you know, he has a strong foundation. He's been doing this for a really long time and to continue to do it, <laughs> it is incredible considering, you know, his entire career has been spent as a flame. The fact that he hasn't said, Oh my God, get me out of here. is fantastic. Um, <laughs> and that's, again, that's like not disrespect to any, to like the city of Calgary, but I think, it, you know, when things get tough for players, they want out. When they have a coach that they don't like, they want out. Look at PLD, Patrick Laine, and a bunch of other players. Like, they've all kind of found themselves in different situations because they don't want to be there anymore. But Backlund just, like, stuck true. And my third star goes to Walker Dewar, okay, he has stepped up into such a big role on this team. And I, following in the footsteps, really, of Adam Rzichka, who came in and, again, you know, doesn't really, you don't have high expectations for them. But when they have six points in 15 games, he brings something to this team that the fourth line has been missing. And that is speed, that is skill. Um, I think that he does a good job with handling, uh, uh, the puck handling, but at the end of the day, I think that, you know, you couldn't have told me back in October that this kid would be playing more frequently than Rizichka. I Like, I wouldn't believe you. I think that Dewar is someone that is going to continue to grow into this team. I think that the Flames know that as they look at their offseason and what the potential roster looks like come next October but at the same time I think that you know you really need to give this kid credit because it, it, there's there's some liveliness Trevor Lewis and him have been playing really well together I will say that I think that just the fact that he's not afraid to go and like crash the net is great you just you love to see it there's something energizing about him and god I love this team and they frustrate me, but they're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. And I think that it has just been an absolute whirlwind of a season, but there's a reason why we stick around, right? So thank you everyone so much for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I hope that uh, my speech 
got you fired up for this week's potentially the last week of meaningful hockey for the Flames. And I, I'm ready. I'm ready. Are the Flames ready? Are you ready? And uh, if you want to stick around and find out if the Flames were ready, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts. We're free on YouTube. It's great to kind of, you know, interact in the comments. And, you know, <laughs> when I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes I just feel the need to like, like I have commentary and I can't do that on uh, like Spotify or Apple. So I do run to their YouTube channel because it is important. I think a lot of us that are sports fans, just have an internal monologue when we're listening to sports reporting, right? So again, Locked on Flames on Apple, Audible, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And uh, Nick joins the show tomorrow and Wednesday. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk some more Flames and just kind of some load management and also taking a look at Chris Tanev's absence. See you then.